Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Before we get started, let's thank some good folks like uh, our friends at Top Hat Window Tinting. Uh, add style and privacy while reducing heat as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. I've already seen a difference in my man room. Uh, they put on that dark tint on that upper windows because during football season, man, that sun comes in about 425. The start of that 4 o'clock game, and it sucks. So I had uh, TJ and his crew come out. So you got two front doors starting at 125, full vehicles starting at 275. This is for our listeners in the Atlanta area. All you have to do is go to tophattint.com. There is another one that exists in the world, as I tagged the wrong one when posting last week's episode, and they told me to stop. So I don't know. (laughs) Just make sure you know that. 678 uh seven six one two three six zero so thank you to top hat window tinty they also do cars of course so they'll come to your house they're mobile they'll do that they did my daughter's car it's very nice also dr david markwell phd in ridgeline counseling if there wasn't a better sponsor for bailey's black cloud podcast probably somebody that i should sit down with he's a friend and he wants me to get on his couch badly Uh, I know he's helped out a lot of people, again, in the Atlanta area. He's actually got three locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge up there in North Georgia. But I'm sure if you are a podcast listener from out of state, you'd be more than happy to do one of those video calls with you. Get some Zoom therapy. Zoom, 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 Zoom P? Yeah. Zoom P? Zoom therapy. Zoom Zoom therapy? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Therazoom. Therazoom. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a medicine. Markwelltherapy.com is the website. If you want the phone number, 770-993-9700. Deals with everybody. They speak Spanish. If you do, uh, they offer in-person. And, oh, look, they offer virtual sessions. So, yeah, they do Therazoom. 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 <laughs> Therazoom with Dr. David Markwell. All right, let's do episode 26 of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Yeah, episode 26. My name's Jason Bailey. Nate is back, which is good to have him back. Oh, by the way, if you want to be a sponsor, like you own a business, it's pretty cheap to advertise with the podcast as we build it up. Um, we are getting people to reach out to us, so there's only I don't want to overflow it with uh, the ads, and I hope you understand that we kind of have to throw it in there. There are costs behind this, believe it or not. So uh, there's only like maybe six other spots tops that's pushing it, in my opinion, to fill per episode. Um, I don't want to get into the costs and the numbers because that's not classy. But you're reach out to us on social media, you know, wherever to say hey i own this business especially for like you dot commers and the businesses that and we got listeners that's great with podcasts versus radio um or even radio because you got the podcast but you you got listeners from all over yeah that they can reach out but you know our two sponsors right now with top hat window tinting it's gonna be tough for them to get to somebody and we got a couple people that listen in uh, nashville they they talk to me every once in a while but dr david markwell like we were joking zoom there is zoom yeah there's zoom he'll talk to you anywhere so that's very very helpful uh, before we get started on uh, this week's Black Cloud podcast, I told you guys last week on episode 25, Nate was not on the episode. It was a little deep, a little philosophical, very Socrates, but that was what was on top of mind. 
And uh, again, I wasn't trying to make it about me, but just this is Bailey's Black Cloud podcast going through the trifecta. Actually, you know what? It was a quadzilla <laughs> because not only did uh, your dog pass, you know, and I, I know, like, how does this affect you, Bailey? Well, it's one of my closest friends. It does affect me. Plus, I love Pharaoh. Yeah. Uh, my wife having some more issues with her hysterectomy that she had, you know, a couple years ago. And uh, then her dad having a heat stroke yeah. and falling off the bike all happened nice. in, in like one day. Right. That's crazy. Then my daughter, the next day actually fails her driver's test. Oh no. It was just a shitty week. We had to get yeah. out of the week. 2021. You know, I mean, how excited were you just to get out? Like in your situation right now, and I know you're still hurting and there's no, you know, I'm not going to make light of mm -hmm. what happened. Um, you know, and for the podcast listeners, it's just Nate was coming back from, uh, from California when he landed, you know, his dad says, you know, text me immediately. And Pharaoh just out of nowhere falls over and, and goes, yeah, just you know, passed, yeah. just passed. Um, so that, that's horrible. And this is the first time you've ever had to deal with anything like this. Yeah. He's, you know, I've had him for 12, 12, 13 years. And he's, he's been the only constant in my life. You know, I had him before I met my wife, you know, different States, different jobs, but he's always been there for me. So yeah, it's been definitely been a tough time. Do you have like a game plan moving forward? Not really. Um, I mean, we still emotionally, have, mentally. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, we've been talking about him, you know, we've, you know, we've all been crying for a couple of days and just trying to, I've kind of put myself in the place where I want to remember the, the last time I saw him and said goodbye to him rather than, you know, the, the time that he passed. Have you ever had to deal with death? I, not a ton. I mean, I've had like, you know, grandparents and and uh you know other relatives and stuff passed but no nobody like suit that i was seeing daily you know like every single day and where when they're gone it's totally changed my my lifestyle and and just my daily routine it sucks yeah, yeah. it's a you know one thing that you'll learn is and i hate to be the guy that sits there and just tries to feed you information you know i, I really believe and i told you this is that you you're going to have to to figure it out on your own. Everybody's going to throw a lot of cliches your way and they're going to tell you how you should do it and how you should handle it and when you need to move on. The only person that knows that is you. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I've learned and I've dealt with a lot of death in my life, probably where this fucking black cloud started, to be honest with you, is like when I was in my 20s, I had five people, including my dog at the time, uh, die within five months you know, it was my stepfather, my second stepdad, my grandmother, which was my my constant, my rock. Mm -hmm. My dog died and uh, was choked out by my other dog because my dumbass mother left him out on a lead, which I had told her time and time again, don't do that yeah. be because it, it, it gets, you know, crimped up and the other dogs are going to choke him. Yeah, choked him, choked him out. Choked him to death. Oh, my God. She was, you know, had my dog choked. Like, I was getting ready to go out one night, and she calls me and says, you know, he died. You know, this was uh, this was Jakers, you know. And I was like, what do you mean he died? He was like, yeah, Joey choked him with the lead. And I said, bitch, I told you a million times. 
Stop that. You're just so fucking stupid. You don't listen to anybody. <laughs> like at some point in time, you have to, people have to realize when they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Like if I'm a fucking idiot and I know I'm a fucking idiot, people tell me I'm a fucking idiot. Then you know what? I might start listening to other people because that's helpful if I'm a fucking idiot. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Didn't listen to me. So Jakers died. And then I had a buddy die in a drunk driving accident. Actually, oh, a drunk driving accident. And uh, then my buddy died of melanoma. All within five months. But my point is, it's not, oh, woe is me, is that, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm a big fan of. But you learn to deal with these things in, in in a real world fashion. Like when, if you've never dealt with it, and I, I think you'll experience this, it's almost like you're dealing with it in a Hollywood sense where you feel like you have to act a certain way. You feel like you emotionally have to respond a certain way because that's what you've seen. You're not until you get a grasp on your emotions and go, okay, you know what? Loved him. We'll always love him. We'll always remember him, but enough's enough. I got to move forward. This is what he'd want. You start, start mind fucking yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, but you get there, and only you can get there. There's no timetable on it. Yeah, and I, you know, been balling for a couple days, and then good, you should. One was it yesterday? Maybe I woke up and I didn't feel like that right. Like I've I felt like that every morning when I wake up and I realize, you know, oh, he's gone. Um, but then yesterday when I I woke up and I didn't feel as bad, but then I felt bad for myself because it it, it angered me because I was like. I don't, I don't want, it's like, I want to get over it, but I don't, because if I feel right. like I'm getting over it, then I feel like I'm forgetting about it. That's the mind fuck. Yeah. That's, that's where the mind fuck comes into play is that you're mind fucking yourself right now and totally understandable. Been there, done it. Yeah. Where you don't want to allow yourself to go to the next stage of the five stages of death. Yeah. You, you're holding yourself back. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts with denial. And you're in denial right now. And then you're going to get angry. And then you're going to go to bargaining. And, you know, your dad's going to have a, Mr. Mr. Nate's going to have a really tough time on that third one. Uh, And then you get into uh, anger. Uh, And then finally, no, dad, uh, that's the depression. And then the acceptance, you know, Mm. so that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I like totally subscribe to the, the Kubler Ross five stages of death. Cause it's so true. I've used it in my life, not only with death, because I had a hard time at that moment with, with what I just talked about with going through the, 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 the five, five people with including my dog, including him as a person. But, uh, I started learning about, it. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, it, it works in relationships too. Yeah. Like you go through those five things when you have a big breakup. Yeah, that makes sense. Not an overnight skank, but just, you know, somebody you've been with for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, bargaining. Why did she leave? What if I could have done something different? I'm so angry. I'm in denial. I'm depressed. Yeah. You know, so you go through those things. But it's all on your timeline. Don't ever let anybody tell you get over it. Mm-hmm. Because only you will be able to decide when to do that. But there will be a time, with that being said, and I'm the guy that most likely will have to tell you this, is saying, I need you to get your dick up off the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you got to pull it together, kid. Yeah. You know, so there, there will be that time. It's either you have to figure it out or somebody else will nudge you a little bit. Yeah. In a loving way. I agree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right now you talk about it to as many people as possible. You cry as much as you want to. You have conversations with your wife and anybody that'll listen to you about how great of a dog Pharaoh was. Uh, and you, you, you scream it for the mountaintops. 
as much and as often as possible. Yeah, it's definitely helped talking about it. You know, and then you'll kind of morph into the joke world. That's why I sent you that text the other night. I was like, I'm going to start trying to transition him into jokey jokes. <laughs> okay. Get a little laugh into your life. Yeah. You know, laughter, laughter is the, the best medicine for, uh, for everybody. So, all right. Well, uh, I don't want to dwell on that because I know it'll get you all teared up and I don't want to take you backwards. I want to take you forwards. Mm -hmm. you. So how would you like to harp on some bullshit in my life? Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're here, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's, and this one's, I don't know how long you're going to talk about this, but it's, I noticed it the other day when I was on the phone with this guy trying to buy, well, I wasn't trying to buy a vending machine from him, but I was inquiring about how to buy vending machines. We're, we're thinking about doing a vending machine up at, uh, at Paradise City, our cabin in, in Mineral Bluff, Georgia, which by the way, you can Airbnb out, paradisecity.com, pop and, you know, we got the idea, my wife got the idea from this guy and uh, I was like, this is brilliant. You know, you can make some extra cash, but more importantly, it's that when our guests go up there, it, once you're on the mountain, you really don't want to leave the mountain. So you can put in the vending machine, you know, stuff to make s'mores. You can put uh, USB chargers for cell phone chargers. You can put uh, snackers, you know, you could put uh, drinks, water, whatever the case may be. Stuff that you might want last minute, munchy stuff, Funyuns, your highest shit, 2.30 in the morning. You don't want to go in the pitch black off the mountain, right? Right. You can go down to the vending machine in the game room and get some fucking munchies, man. That's badass, right? A munchie machine. Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, yeah. Like every person that gets high should have a munchie machine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not saying that you're smoking weed in my cabin. If you do, you fucking better not do it inside. Yeah, do it outside. Somebody spilled their bong water on my carpet. I about whip some ass. Oh. So, um... I notice this happens to me often, hence the whole black cloud thing. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And maybe it's intensified because of that. But when I talk to people, and this probably happens a handful of times per week. My wife does it to me every once in a while. And I'll tell you how I'll handle it in a second when she does it. Distracted people on the phone having a conversation with you. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're doing something else while they're talking to you. Right. Now, some things are unavoidable. Kids, you know, doorbell, pizza guy, uh, house catches on fire, shit like that. There's nothing I can do about that. But if you know we're having a conversation, or actually, you don't even know we're having a conversation. We're on the phone. You've decided to give me your time just as I'm giving you my time. Now, there's always going to be a, an aggressor. There's always going to be the 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 alpha and the the beta. Mm -hmm. The alpha is the one that's giving the advice, answering the questions. The beta is the one calling for whatever they need, right? Right. In a lot of situations, I'll be the beta, even though in real life I'm an alpha. You know it. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> um, and you know, I'm sitting there listening intently to whatever they have to say. There's fucking kids and there's dogs and there's cats and there's sirens in the background and honking horns and there's a radio playing. There's all kinds of shit going on. That's like the rudest fucking thing you can do. If you're on the phone with somebody, you've then decided that you are going to give your time to the person on the other side. That means that anything around you, you need to tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Am I wrong here? No, not at all. And I hate now that a lot of the service pe or the like call center type people are working from home, but you hear their dog barking in the background. So you're talking, yes. Talking to like the, your, your cell phone plan guy and then you hear his dogs yapping. 
Here's one even more. I'll top that. I was had, I had a, uh, in the middle of the pandemic, I had one of those uh, teledoc gimmicks, mm-hmm. right? Fucking doctors at home, fucking dogs barking. Yeah. While they're talking to me like doctor talk. You don't get a dog at a hospital. You don't a dog barking at me while you're giving me doctor talk. Yeah. This is medical shit. You need to be real. Yeah. Don't have your fucking dog barking. I think it's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what happens. And this is why it pisses me off so much is that one, it's rude. And everybody should uh, take issue when somebody's disrespecting you. And that, to me, I look as disrespect. And so how do you handle it? Well, you can call them out, but it doesn't get you anywhere. So you really just kind of get out of the conversation. You want to get out. And it usually comes across as a little rude uh, inadvertently. So you're like, you know, for example, I'm talking to this guy the other day, and I'm, I'm really curious. Give me some advice about these, you know, vending machines, this and that. I don't know him. My wife knows him because she's doing some real estate business with him. And he seems like a nice guy, like a really nice guy. You know, at first he was, and then there's the dogs and the cats and the kids and the microwaves and the, the tea whistles. And I mean, like trains were coming and sirens. It was all kinds of shit going on. And so I'd ask a question and then, oh, hold on for a second. Oh, you know, Ralphie, you got to sit down. You can't bite the couch. And I was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Then I have to repeat it. It's like those fucking subway workers. Why do you ask me everything I want on my sub at the beginning of the line? You know you're not going to remember every item that I want on my sub because you always ask me again eight different times before we get to the end of the maybe possibly four-foot condiment line. Mm -hmm. Just let's go down the line. Don't fucking say, hey, what do you want on your sub? Well, I want black olives, lettuce, light mayo, some mustard, no vinegar or no oil, just put vinegar uh, and extra pickles. They got lettuce. Whatever the first one is. And then like, I'm sorry, did you want this? No, yeah. don't fucking do it. That's Be smart about it, right? Mm-hmm. So this in this situation, I'm, I'm having to repeat myself. Nobody likes to repeat themselves. And I finally, after a couple minutes, I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, all right, man. You know, you could tell that I was a little irritated. And I was like, you know, I've got no desire. You were kind of a dick. You, know, you didn't pay any attention. You kind of big leagued me. Yeah. So I got the phone and I knew at that time as the way that I did it, I didn't say anything about the situation, but you could tell that he was like, this guy's an asshole. I'm trying to help him. (laughs) So now this whole thing has been reversed where the person that's disrespecting you by having 10 million things that they're not handling on their side of the phone. You just want to get out of the situation. Now you're the asshole. Yeah. I mean, now it looks like you're the bad guy. It's one of the most fucked up things there are. And it always happens to me. Always <laughs> happens to me. You know, now, depending on who the person is, I handle it differently. My wife, like a lot of people, not just my wife, but my wife has Rachel at home, Bay, and then she's got real estate Rachel. Cannot, well, I don't want to say real that. Bay. But, yeah, real Bay. <laughs> and what I mean by, I don't want to say I can't stand it because it's her job and I know that you have to be professional. But don't be professional with me. And when she's with a client, it's one of those, hello, hey, babe, what you doing? Well, right now I'm currently with a client, but I'd be more than happy to get back to you. Yeah, I'll touch base with you later. Yeah, I'll touch base <laughs> with you later. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, you know, and then and then you're like, uh, is everything cool? You know, everything's good at the house and this is that. Everything's just going to be fine today. And the weather's going to be beautiful. I'll give you a call when I'm done here. Just fucking answer, just answer the question. So it bothers me, but she'll, you know, she'll be doing a lot of different things sometimes and she's not a multitasker. So she's doing this, she's doing that. And she's not, I I hear her distracted. I just hang up. (laughs) I don't even say goodbye. 
I just hang up. I told her, I said that it's the rudest thing you can do to me. Just say you don't have time or don't pick up the phone. Yeah. Shoot me a text. Yeah. Text me back. My dad does that sometimes. He'll, he'll answer the phone and he's like running on the treadmill or he's like, you know, on the roof fixing something. I'm like, you could have just text me and said you're busy or call me back when you're not busy. Cause you know, there's all that background noise going on and don't feel obligated that you have to talk to me. No. You, you don't know, have to answer. Just if you, if you're busy, I'd rather you not. Let's set up an appointment. Mm-hmm. Let's set up a time. <laughs> I got no problem with that either. You know, but just don't be distracted when you talk to me. It happens all the fucking time. My mother used to do that. You know, I mean, she was a look squirrel type of chick anyway, but it was it was always just so annoying. I'm so scarred from my childhood. This podcast wouldn't exist if I didn't have such a shitty childhood. You know, somebody said to me the other day because of the, said something on the radio show because I had two rich stepdads. At least the second one was really rich. And they're like, "Oh, it didn't sound like your childhood was that bad." Look, ass fuck. I didn't get the love I needed. All right. Yeah. I might have had the finances, but I didn't have the love. I didn't have the touch. Money can't buy love. Money can't. Money can't buy love. <laughs> <laughs> I was really poor up until about five. All right. So I experienced that life. Like, poor enough that if we were lucky to have some type of expired cereal in the pantry, good luck having milk with it. If you had a little milk, guess what was going to mix with it? Water. All right? So go fuck yourself. Yeah. I know what it's like. It's not, it's not my fault my mom was good at gold digging. Don't blame that shit on me, asshole. All right. Well, um, as far as Pharaoh goes, just want to make it very clear. That you know I loved Pharaoh. We called Pharaoh the great white Milton because he was the, uh, our dog Milton, same breed, same acted the mm. same, other than Pharaoh was a lot sweeter than Milton. <laughs> uh, but I love uh, Pharaoh. I love Tiger. I feel so bad for Tiger right now. He's probably so confused and yeah, doesn't know where his brother's at. And yeah. just, He's looking a little sad right now. But looking, yeah, I, I appreciate it. You guys always treated them like you're, they were your own dog. So you know, we, we love that. So thank you. Well, you know, we're dog people here at the Bailey House of Awesomeness, and um, that means all dogs for the most part. So, you know, and we've been friends. You know, I think you got Pharaoh like right before we just started hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. It probably was, yeah, about the same year. So if anybody gets the trivia question, what came first, the Pharaoh or the Bailey? Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, Pharaoh. Just barely. <laughs> just barely. Pharaoh was first, and Pharaoh was a great dog, and uh, we'll miss Pharaoh greatly. But we'll always remember Pharaoh. And for those that decide to be distracted when you're on the phone with somebody else, go fuck yourself. You know, get some class about you, you know. And the next thing I wanted to say is, like, just recently, some of the feedback that I've been getting, not only the stuff that you guys write as far as the reviews, which have all been positive, but some of the posts on on my social media at Mr. Jason Bailey have really been cool. Like, some people are going, dude, I love this podcast so much that I'd pay for it. Uh, a lady said you, we should put it on pay, Patreon. Okay. And, yeah. and I said, don't you have to, would you pay for it? And she goes, I, it was such a classy line. She goes, I support two other podcasts and I would support yours. So I guess in the podcast world, the term would be support. They're supporting the podcast because they, they like the, the mission, the goal, the ideal, which is cool. And after 26 episodes, this fucking show's really good. Like, this podcast is awesome. I really dig doing this show. Yeah. I can even go back and listen to it. I have never once in my career enjoyed going back and listening to the stuff that I do on the radio. But I like going back and listening to this podcast. It's really fucking good. Yeah, it's great for the treadmill. About 20 minutes. It's a good, nice little run at the gym. 
You should get about another 10 minutes. Maybe we need to extend the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be winded by then. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the new theme for the podcast. Like, dude, I listen to it in the gym. Uh, and when you're done, I leave. If there's any way you could extend it another 15 minutes, because I need a better workout. <laughs> uh, don't forget the hashtag DSEs if you're getting them. The dick sucking emails, you know, where everybody blows each other in the remote, uh, reply alls. <laughs> Got a couple DSE hashtags the other day, which is pretty funny. Yep. If you want to do a little, you know, screenshot of the DSE part of the email without saying who it is or the company it's from, that's even better. Where you can just quote, oh my God, I'm so glad you got that promotion. I knew you could do it all along. <laughs> all right. Uh, episode 26 in the books. Continue to subscribe, continue to like, continue to download, continue to share. Uh, and if you have your own black clouds, always feel free to shoot it our way. We'll bring it up here on the podcast. Until next week, bye! People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 